ESPN Kansas City presents Golf Underground with Kevin Ward and Brian Sullivan. Well, some of us are back. Well, some of us are back, Wardo. <laughs> Listen, here I am, many hours away from you right now on the Golf Underground. We've taken it east across the pond, broadcasting live from Liverpool, England, my friend. How today. good is that? What did you shoot today? Oh, Mike. What did you shoot yeah, today? You know what? Nah, listen, Wordo, I got to tell you, you know, we, we talked about the flip. The oh, flip God. was in full form today. Was it? Here in Liverpool. Sure. Well, now, listen, granted, I had, you know, four different jackets on, a mock turtleneck, <laughs> a, uh, you know, a soccer scarf around me. I, I looked like Austin Powers on the first tee box, right? <laughs> Not only that, but my, my suitcase got uh, um, lost by American Airlines, so I was basically wearing the Walmart version of uh, golf clothes. How uh, good is and, that? Uh, dress shoes. So basically, oh, yeah. so so basically your normal outfit. Well, that's what I mean. It's, you know what? I, here's what I realized. I'm not nearly as bad a dresser as my son, though. He is legit Austin Powers. And so um, it, while they're out clubbing right now, Wardo, I am bringing the golf underground to you. I love it. Well, that important to me. Well, we're fired up for the show. I've got Jay Hepler, amateur standout, Kansas City legend in the house. He's going to actually join me today, and he's, he might even have a couple Gary stories for us. So. Nice, nice. Well, listen, welcome to Golf Underground on ESPN Radio. It's great to have you, your boy, Sully and Wardo. we got a great one today here, Wardo. Holy cow. Your boy. Yep. Right? It's, t- it's taken me a while to wrangle him in, but here we are. He's got, he has an off week, so very, very nice of him to come on the show, and he's going to have a ball. So let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. So listen, let's introduce you to Gary Woodland. Um, what can you say about Gary uh, Woodland? He's had a, a, a heck of a PGA uh, career thus far. He c- certainly competed on the Nationwide Tour briefly. He turned pro in 2007, and um, he was one of the longest hitters on tour. And, of course, he's um, I believe he's got three wins at this point, and, and you're going to see a lot more of Gary Woodland. He's one of Wardo's great buddies, so um, I'm looking forward to a lot of fun on, uh, on this one. So, uh, Gary, thanks for joining us, my friend. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, boys. And let's slow down with the great Wardo friend. I, I use that term very loosely <laughs> when I talk about being friends with him. <laughs> we all that is definitely uh, listen, true. He, he, he pimps you out pretty good, though, Gary. I mean, he he says it a lot, you know? <laughs> I mean, I mean, he, I, whether it's Turks and Caicos, I mean, he, he, like, he's a jet setter with you. <laughs> He is. His big deal is I buy, he flies. He's pretty good at it. <laughs> yeah, we we started that after his first win. Well, we started saying that uh, years and years ago because I think I knew he was on his way to something really good, and uh, here he is, s- several wins later, and knocking on the door for the President's Cup. Yeah, well, t- tell the listener, how did you two meet? Well, Wardo stalked me as a young kid. He he knew I had some talent, I think, and he wanted to be part of this I buy, he flies thing going on. But <laughs> I've known Wardo for a long time, obviously growing up in the Kansas area, um, playing junior golf. And then when I committed to play basketball at Washburn as a freshman out of high school, um, Wardo and I got paired together. I think, I think he was redshirted at KU at the time because he was transferring from Wichita State. I was playing basketball at Washburn, uh, the Kansas Golf Association asked Wardo and I to go represent the state of Kansas and go play in a two-man event down in Peru, <laughs> South America. And, really? Uh, Wardo and I go down there. It happened to be <laughs> my mom chaperoned us down there. We go down to Peru. It happened to be Wardo's 21st birthday. I was <laughs> oh boy. 19 oh at the boy. time. And my mom goes on a three-day excursion. So. <laughs> tour Peru and leaves us by ourselves so we're down there 
Wardo turns 21. There's a drink and... called Pisco Sours. <laughs> we had a few too many. <laughs> a lot of alcohol turned into Wardo and I becoming really good friends over time. And we moved in together a couple months later, and it's been downhill from then. <laughs> So, oh Sully, I think it was a number like 68 for me, and then my birthday came, and it was 80 the next day. <laughs> we went from we went from first to last <laughs> quickly. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Well, and and so, and then you both played at KU, right? Tell us a little bit about that. What, what, what was we it, played, uh, your your golf career like? It was awesome. Uh, Wardo and I lived together for. My, I was there for two years until he graduated, um, and we, we were. We were actually really good. As the, the team was. Um, Wardo was the number one player. I was the number five player. You know, Wardo, I went two years without beating Wardo. Never got a shot from him. And now every time we play, he wants six shots. It's like, I don't know how this works. I paid him money after money for two years, and now I have to give shots. I don't, I don't like how this yeah. works. No, but. no, his, his, solely his dad paid me money. His dad paid me money back then. So well, I was immediate. I handed the money over. But anyway, it was. We had a great time there at Kansas, and it transformed. My my first year out of school, I had no status. Um, I was playing on the mini tours, and Wardo and I traveled around on the Hooters tour of all tours. Um, <laughs> traveled around and, and traveled America. Had a good time, probably too good a time. And then, um, you know, I was fortunate to get through Q school the next year. So it was. Uh, oh, well, it's been awesome. a long road, but um, we've had a lot of fun together. So yeah, so no, so Gary, fill us in. You know. Um, you had you had a Phil and Caddy, our good pal, teammate Andrew Price last week. How what was that like having him on the bag? I haven't had the chance to talk to you or him, but how did it go? Um, how did he do? What what can we pick on him on? You know, I'm not a I'm not a big napper, and I just <laughs> took a long nap today because I'm so exhausted after last week. I, I've had caddies for I've been on tour now. This is my start of my 11th year. I've never had a caddy take a week off, and Andrew's been bugging me since since I got on tour that he wanted a caddy, he wanted a caddy, he wanted a caddy. <laughs> and so finally my caddy had a family deal come up where he couldn't make it. Andrew subbed in last second. My caddy does everything for me. I literally just hit the golf ball. He does all my numbers. He does from wind direction. Everything. I literally just, he just tells me what it's playing and I just swing. Well, last week I had to do all my own numbers. I had to <laughs> do, literally I was caddying and playing at the same time. <laughs> it was, it became I was getting the wrong tee boxes. He was he had the wrong hole on the on the yardage book. I mean, we, we had an interesting week, but oh we uh, unfortunately on top of that, I didn't play very well. But we had we had a good time together. Um, hey Gary, I, Gary, I would have done. I would have done it for five grand. You know, <laughs> well that's what he got. He got, he got LT oh, finishing thirty six. Well, that's what's amazing. Hey, well, yeah, go ahead, Wardo. Sorry. Well, that's a, what's amazing about the whole deal is you you still had a you were in the hunt. If you shoot a good round yesterday, and I get it, you're probably pretty tired from wearing nine hats during the week. But you know, Keith Mitchell, that was great. We're not going to talk about the tour, but hats off to him. That was a great win. Gary and I just played with him a couple, probably a month or so again out in Scottsdale, and uh, great player, nice guy. So great story um, for the tour and kind of him moving forward. He's he's got a job for the next. Really- Really happy for Keith. That was awesome. Especially, I mean, he's, he's getting chased down by Brooks Kepka and, and Ricky Fowler. And for him to step up and make birdie on the last was phenomenal. Yeah. And from a personal standpoint, we had, I had a good chance yesterday. The golf course is so hard. So if you, if you can go out and shoot a couple under, you, you have a great chance. And unfortunately, the putter let me down yesterday. Um, I'll blame Andrew and say I was too tired to, to get going, but I had a <laughs> bunch of three putts and it was a struggle. But 
it was a fun week um, to have a buddy on the bag, but I'm definitely looking forward to having my caddy back next week. <laughs> so, so speaking, hey, Larissa, you, you, yeah, I'm sorry. So, hey, well, so, you go ahead, Bordo. So speaking of the um, of making the birdie or or birdies on the last couple holes, fantastic. I mean, kind of the stat that is impressed is impressed by me is 21 in a row made cuts, leading the tour. I know you're 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 just a couple shy of Tiger's record of 144 or whatever it was, but. Talk a little bit about how you've been able to do that and what, what consistency has been in that regard. Yeah, you know, it's, I, I pride myself on making cuts. Obviously, you're, you're in a golf tournament and you want to be able to contend, but to do that, you have to make the cut. And uh, for, for most of it, there's so much pressure coming down when you're on the cut line. It's, it's very similar to when you're coming down and trying to win a golf tournament. So you, you try to get out of that cut number. You obviously you want to play well early in the week, but there's a lot of pressure to, to – finish the rounds on Friday to make that cut and give yourself a chance on the weekend. And I, I've been fortunate enough to make a lot of cuts, but this is one, obviously not having my caddy on one of the hardest golf courses we play. Uh, a part of me kind of wanted to, if I missed, I'd had something to hold over Andrew's head for my whole life that I'd made 20 <laughs> cuts in a row. And the one he shows up, I missed, but it was, it was one of those deals where I didn't have a chance on Sunday or on Friday to aim anywhere different than right at that pin on 17. I think that's one, if I was on the cut number or one inside, I play a little more conservative and it becomes a tougher shot because if I pull it left, I'm in the bunker. If I push it right, I'm in the water where I had to do, I know I had to make birdie. So I only had one shot and that was aimed right at the flag. And I wasn't thinking about anything else. And it was nice to execute that. And then I hit two great shots into 18 and got a little unlucky where, where the ball ended up, but it was nice to make that 15 footer knowing you have to make a putt under pressure it's hard to simulate yeah. that stuff sometimes. So that's something down the road that I will remember making that putt on Friday when I had to. Sully, Sully when they were driving home, I called them, and, I, and they were on speakerphone, and I said, well, who was more nervous over that putt? <laughs> and it was clearly, right. it was ke- clearly Andrew. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had yeah. been in that situation no, that was... before. He had, and I, I think he knew if, if I didn't make that cut, he was going to have to live that down the rest of his life. So I think he was a little <laughs> oh, more nervous no. than I was. Oh, oh man! Now, okay. Congratulations. That was—I mean—to make two birdies at the end there—that's that's pretty big. I think you're right. You probably will pull from that at some point, right? Hopefully, it'll be the Definitely. Masters coming up here in a few weeks, right? What, what, what do plan. you? What's your plan there? What, what's your mindset like going into uh, preparing for the for the big one there? Yeah, you know, Augusta is a golf course that I, I had a little bit of success on earlier in my career, and then the last three I've played, the last three years, I haven't had any success, and some of that golf course dependent i don't like to work the ball as much right to left but i'm getting to a point now where i'm more comfortable in my game my short game's better i feel like this year and myself personally i'm as prepared and physically able to compete on that golf course than i've ever been it's a big golf course i'm more confident with my putter which is going to help me there and my ball striking i'm able to work the ball both directions which you have to do on that golf course it's it's so as big as second go- second shot golf course as we see, it's all about where you position yourself. Sometimes you're better off almost missing the green than hitting in the middle and you know trying to get lucky to three putt. So it's a lot of distance control for me over the next couple of weeks getting ready for there. I'm going to go up the week before for two days with Justin Thomas. We'll go spend some time, get familiar with um, a couple of the lines off the tee boxes. They they did lengthen number five. They've talked about. I think they made a change to a couple of the greens as well. We'll get all that dialed in. Try to get a bunch of work in before Masters Week because that that week, unlike any others, just different. There's so much you know emotion, and you're so antsy to get going. It's nice to get the work in when there's no fans around, there's nobody there. So we'll get some work yeah. in the week before and 
definitely one we've been looking forward to. So uh, it'll be a should be a good week. Hey, hey, Gary, what's it um, what's it like? I mean, obviously you've played in a few Masters now, and everyone, you know, certainly we get a chance to view it on TV, and it's I mean it's a religious week for for golfers, but. What's it like when you're in that locker room and you you know you see the history? I mean, did, did, do you get in awe, kind of like the fans get in awe, just by walking on the premise? And and if so, yeah. you know, how do you just go to work? Of any place, if I get in awe, it's that place. One, I don't want to do anything and get in trouble. And then I got friends like Hardy <laughs> coming who can definitely no running getting kicked out of that place. I'm staying away. <laughs> I'm staying away this year. Staying away. But there's just so much tradition there. Obviously. I haven't been in the champions locker room, which I think hopefully I can get there one day and then that'll be a, a different type of awe. But, you know, walking around that place, um, the history, the tradition, the golf course, and then tournament week, there's just nothing like it. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, the, the, the roars you can hear already. We never hear roars in practice rounds. And there's roars already, the, the part three. And then I've never seen a golf course in my life transition from one day to the next, from Wednesday night to Thursday morning. It's like a completely different golf course. The greens are faster. The fairways are mowed down tighter. Everything completely changes. And fortunately, I've had some veteran caddies on the bag. My current caddy now won the Masters caddy for Mike Weir. Um, I had Tony Navarro for three years who, you know, had Norman, who was with Norman when he blew that six-shot lead um, back, I think, 96 it was. But so they've, they've talked to me a lot. I've played practice rounds with Tom Watson, which was phenomenal. Uh, My best finish, I think, 2011 – I played the back nine with Watson. I think I shot six under on the back nine, and I shot a million over on the front. So I, I need to get him on the front nine and, and learn his tricks oh, on wow. the front nine as well. But um, it was awesome to be there. Obviously, growing up in Kansas, you know, being around Tom Watson, my first time ever yep. playing with him was um, the back nine at Augusta, which is something I'll never forget. That is cool. Oh, my God. That's cool. All right, we're going to take a commercial break. We're having a great time. Uh, Gary Woodland. Wardos, uh, long time buddy. It's um, and by the way, I'm broadcasting from Liverpool, England. By the way, uh, Gary, tomorrow I'll be playing Royal Birkdale. Do you got any? Um, you, you got any history over here at some of these open courses? Any tips for me? Maybe uh, maybe take off three or four layers. I mean, w- what should I do? Yeah, avoid the bunkers is the big deal. Um, I love Birkdale was great. I, I've I've had some success over there. I've, I've, I think I've played six opens, made all the cuts. Um, my nice. best finish was at Trun, but. Burkdale's a good golf course. You just got to avoid those bunkers. You'll be fine. And yeah, don't flip it. And don't flip it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and take off my Mark Tolvik. All right, hey, we're having a great time in the Golf Underground. Come on back. You're listening to ESPN Radio. This is Golf Underground on ESPN Kansas City, 94.5 FM. Hey, guys, it's Frank Bull. You've heard me talk about the Freedom Loan from A1 Mortgage, and you've heard current Freedom Loan customers explain how they've cut their mortgages in half. Unlike conventional loans that pay mostly interest and little principal, the Freedom Loan works just the opposite. It pays mostly principal, thus cutting out thousands in interest and years of payments. This is why people with a Freedom Loan are able to pay off their homes in less than 10 years. Here's the part that blows everyone away. You don't have to change your spending habits. That's right. Without spending a dollar more than you do now, you can be on your way to paying off your home in half the time and being debt-free. Call A1 Mortgage today and pay no out-of-pocket closing costs and have your loan closed in about a week. A1 Mortgage, 816-822-8888, 816-822-8888, or apply online at myA1Mortgage.com. A1 Mortgage Group, LLC, a Kansas licensed mortgage company. License number MC001649, Missouri License 16-1556, and almost number 268370. Terms and conditions apply subject to change without notice. 
Do you have retirement dreams about perfecting your swing and spending your time on the green? Or maybe you have a bucket list of golf courses you'd like to travel to. Whatever your financial goals are, Mariner Wealth Advisors is your advocate. We take the same care in understanding where you stand today as we do in understanding where you want to be in the future. Then, we help you set a personalized plan to help you achieve your long-term vision. Contact Mariner Wealth Advisors today to start your financial planning journey. Visit MarinerWealthAdvisors.com to find a location near you. Mariner Wealth Advisors, otherwise known as MWA, is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Registration of an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. For additional information about MWA, including fees and services, please contact MWA or refer to the disclosures on our website. Please read the disclosure statement carefully before you invest or send money. This advertisement should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell securities. Hey, Brian Sullivan here, and I've got a tip for you. You've got to head to Unforked. It's an amazing restaurant. What I like about these guys is they promise to buy and support seasonal, local ingredients first. And I love the fact that they source from smaller, family, GAP-certified, or organic farms, prime-going regions, artists and producers. All I'm getting at is, if you like fresh stuff, Unforked is the place to be. And like they say, fork or no fork, you can be sure you're getting the highest quality, socially responsible ingredients possible. And not to mention, it's delicious. So whether you're out south or downtown, stop by Unforked for a delicious and healthy meal. Sheridan's Unforked. Honest, clean food. The Kansas City Auto Show returns to Bartle Hall March 6th through the 10th. New cars are safer, more stylish, and more efficient. The automotive future is here today. It's your opportunity to see the latest technologies in new cars, trucks, crossovers, and SUVs from the best manufacturers at the Kansas City Auto Show. See all your favorite cars in one place at one time under one roof. Bring the family, experience ride and drives, taste local foods at KC's Best Food Trucks, and let the kids play at Kids Corner at the Kansas City Auto Show, March 6th through 10th at Bartle Hall. And we've made it easier for you to get here with free parking and shuttle service from the Liberty parking lot in the West Bottoms. Get dropped off and picked up at the Auto Show's front door. For special offers and more information, visit kcautoshow.com. The future is on display at Bartle Hall. Come see it at the 2019 Kansas City Auto Show, March 6th through 10th. Don't miss it. Hi, this is Brian Sullivan, co-host of Golf Underground on ESPN Kansas City. Hey, when I'm not bringing my fantastic double-digit handicap to the course, my company, Precise Selling, works with companies to create sales champions. Hey, the best golfers get to the top by having a swing process and a game plan from the time they step on the first tee to the time they finish their putt on 18. Now, at Precise Selling, we teach salespeople how to prepare for each sales call. We give them a process to steal customers from their biggest competitor, sell more to current customers, and negotiate like a pro. So come see me at PreciseSelling.com to learn how we can help turn your team into a team of top sales performers. Welcome back to ESPN Radio, Golf Underground. Hey, listen, Wardo, listen, I couldn't be in the, in the studio, but I'm in Liverpool, England for crying out loud. I know. I've had like some Beatles, you know, maybe some Oasis, something to kick in in the, <laughs> we'll, uh, you we'll know. We'll throw the, some Oasis at you on the third, third, third yeah. segment, buddy. So, so what is going yeah. on over there? We just yeah. went from a national, national show on ESPN. Yeah. You, you just yeah. took us global. What is going on I over there? Talk, talk to well, me about listen, the soccer game. What happened at the soccer game? All right. 
well, you know, my son goes to Arizona State, and it was his spring break, and two weeks ago, we're, we're sitting around having a pint or two, and I said, what are you doing? He said, well, I get, I got, maybe I'll go to Cabo, and I said, well, I'm not spending 2000 bucks for you to go to Cabo. How about we load up and head over to England? And he said, all right, what the hell? So we went to a Manchester United football <laughs> game, and then we went to this this Liverpool, found the greatest pub across uh, uh, the, the, this, this Everton Stadium, the People's Pub. I loved it because they were all like shanty, no-teeth people, a bit like me. <laughs> I was probably the best dresser in there. I felt fantastic. <laughs> so here I am, broadcasting from Liverpool, England. I'll be home next week, though, honey. Don't you worry about it. I me, like right? it. We, we'd love to have you back in the studio, buddy. <laughs> love to have you back in all the right, studio. Uh, all right, listen, we're having a great time with Gary Woodland, PGA Tour professional, one of the greatest hitters, longest ball hitters on tour, having a heck of a career. And, um, and, and Gary, it's, it's an honor to have you. So, so thanks a ton for coming out. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on, especially from Liverpool. Nice. <laughs> yeah, Liverpool. That's right. That's right. Hey, hey, do you like um, do you like English music, Gary? Who's your favorite all time I mean, band? My favorite all time band. I mean, yeah. uh, is Eminem a band? Does that count? <laughs> oh. Tupac. Well, there's two of them, right? <laughs> yeah, count. Tupac. Yeah, why not? Oh my gosh, really? I mean, you like to you? you can you freestyle rap? No, I can't, but I think I can. I not I mean I'm not good enough to do it right now on the radio. <laughs> oh, Maybe right. back in your uh, basketball days. Maybe back in the day. I transitioned to full time golfer now. Yeah. So so Gary, Sully's <laughs> Sully's been battling me, asking me what what goes on on these trips. Where, where does Gary like to vacation? Why does he vacation where he does? So fill the listeners in on why what you like to do when you're not playing golf. Well, the problem is when I like to, when I'm not playing golf, I like, I do like to get away. You know, fortunately we live down here in South Florida. The Caribbean's very close. Um, but my wife and I, we've been together. Well, we've been on and off. I guess, well, we've been to get, we've been on and off. We've been on, I guess, sorry, for 11 and a half years. Um, and we, we like to go on vacation, but we like to take people with us. We don't want to, we get tired of each other. We see each other every day. So we like to take people with us. We've been fortunate enough to get out of the Dominican with a bunch of friends. This year, a couple of weeks ago, we went down to Turks and Caicos. The problem is all my friends live in cold weather, and when they get out, they want to go play golf. When I'm on vacation, I would like to not play yeah. golf. So <laughs> I'm dragged into playing golf with my friends on my own vacation. I feel like I'm still working. But we had uh, we were down in Turks a couple of weeks ago, get dragged out to the golf course for two of the four days we were down there. Wardo put on a, an exhibition for us where he On the front out, nine. <laughs> he's getting – getting shots like i said earlier he's getting three shots aside and he shoots three under on the front nine without a bogey <laughs> and he's just and i don't remember the last time wardo beat me like i said in college he beat i never beat him and i don't remember if when the last time i he beat me was so i'm a little nervous i shot four under on the front and then i end up hitting a ball out of bounds on two holes in a row and now i'm down by like five shots to wardo with three holes left and wardo <laughs> <laughs> to hit his drive in the water off the tee box, and I told him it didn't cross. I made him re-tee. So he, hits, he drops two, hits three in the middle of the fairway. He goes up there for his fourth shot and blasts it straight right into the trees. And now this new It's like jungle. Rule, it's jungle. It's only, you only get three minutes to look for your ball. So I got the phone out. I'm telling our other buddies they can't look for his ball. Three minutes is up. I send Wardo. I make him go all the way back. There's a group in the fairway waiting. Wardo goes all the way back. Drops. Drops five, hits six, lands on the green, ends up going over into the hazard. After <laughs> drop seven, chunks eight, and then gets it up and down nine, ten for a ten. I fist pumped I, for ten. 
<laughs> I squeaked by him to beat him again. So it was uh, 30, 33-46, I believe, was the number, um, if you can believe that. That's pretty impressive. One of the biggest turnarounds I've seen, obviously going in the wrong direction, but I was happy that I squeaked by him again. The worst part about it is yeah. on the on the 10th tee, he looks at me and he goes, you, you just – you're not going to hit any drivers. You're just going to chip it around. And I said, well, I might do that just to piss you off. And clearly I didn't do that, but I ended up shooting a nice 46. So pretty I mean, nice round of golf. Well, Gary, I, Gary, he's hitting irons. I mean, it was just so unwardo like he's, Wardo's all about oh, distance, seeing how far he can hit it. Wardo. Laying up on these holes. And I finally talked him into being aggressive and he makes a 10. It was, it was unbelievable. Oh yeah. He mentally played you, Wardo. He, he reeled you in. <laughs> or, 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 Gary, did you take him into the 19th hole at the at the break there and have him throw back a car bomb or something, or he just you shattered him emotionally? Uh, he did that on his own. He was, <laughs> he was bringing in the drinks on his own. We have another buddy who's a heavy drinker, and uh, Wardo Wardo <laughs> is a much better drinker now than he is golf player, and so he was he was, this, he was succeeding at the drinking part. Well, sure. well, thanks. That's a that's a nice compliment. So we've got Jay Hepler in the studio. He wants to tell a story from back when we were, I'm going to call it equally good, um, Kansas amateur, final match against him um, and his partner, Tyler Shelton, who were both sticks. This was probably 14 years ago. Go ahead, Happy, t- Tell away. Yeah, Gary, congratulations on your success. Um, that was about 2006, I think, right? Yeah, 2006. Um, I just kind of always wonder, were you a little intimidated by the looks of Tyler and I on that putting green? <laughs> Very. I mean, I knew the legends of the former KU guys. Yeah, because we went down the first tee, and uh, you and Wardo just kept putting and putting, and and uh, you guys end up showing up late to the tee, and, and all of a sudden we're one down in our match. Sully, this was brutal. The actual first tee was five five yards from the putting clock, and we got lost a hole late to the tee, so we just drove straight to the second hole. Both cards, the entire, all the no officials. Way. Of course, so, I'm just fired up, thinking Woof, we're one up, and my partner's like, "Oh no, it's going to make him really mad." <laughs> I think you guys went on to birdie 14 of the next 27 holes and closed us out like six and five. So that was a great match. The funny thing about that was, is we showed up an hour, over an hour early to get warmed up, and you guys stroll in like 15 minutes before the tee time, and we still relate to the first. Tee. <laughs> we're not very, we're not very smart, Gary. Clearly. Uh, so, so I've, I read an article the other day. We want to hear about the the best gambling story that you had with your buddies, our, our buddy Mikey D. T- tell that one from Pebble Beach. <laughs> we, uh, I, I went out with some insurance guys. Was, they had some some agents coming out, so I went out and played with a bunch of their agents at Pebble. Um, we played a bunch of the courses, and the final day we were going to play Pebble Beach, and there was there ended up being four of us that we were talking the whole time. We were going to play together. Our group was going to play Pebble together, and we were going to see how we were going to gamble and how we were going to to knock it out. Well, a buddy of mine, Shannon Kruger, he played played basketball at Washburn. He was my assistant coach at Washburn when I was when I ended up going playing basketball there. Lon Kruger's uh, nephew, who it is. Him and I were partners, and Mikey D was was partners with with Derek um, Thompson. Derek owned he's part he was owner at the time, part owner of Advisor Excel makes Google's of money. So we were having a good time. He had more money than all of us, and we're money started. How are we going to make this bet? And we were talking for three days how we were going to do it. We ended up doing Shannon Kruger and I were going to play a shamble um, versus their scramble, and we let them play from the front tee. We let them play the ladies' tee, 
and Shannon Kruger and I played the back team. We played shamble. My only rule for them was wherever they played scramble from, they couldn't place it. They had to drop it. And now these guys don't hit it very straight. So that, that's where the bet went south for them. But we started at $1,000 a hole. Each team got two presses. But our shamble, we had to, to bet one before we teed off because even though we're both shambling on par threes, we're actually playing a scramble because we both get a tee off and we get to pick the best one. So we kind of had them beat from the start. And Pebble, Shannon hits it pretty straight, so it was allowing me to hit driver on all these holes. And it, we, we ended up getting to a point each team got two presses, and they ended up pressing. We birdied like three of the first six and got up pretty quick. And they pressed, and we get to 2,000 a hole. They pressed again. They, they end up getting two <laughs> shots. And they got to their shot hole, and they pressed. Well, they end up hitting that out of bounds on their shot hole. So now the, the bet is at 4,000 a hole. And we're, we're up. We're up uh, at the time, we were up uh, eight grand. And we're sitting there, and we have three holes left. And I'm sitting here, and I'm like, hey, Shannon, we could be not very nice and press this bet again because there's nothing we can do to lose this. We're playing 17, which is a par three, which we're actually scrambling from because we both get to tee off and pick the best one. And we decided not to press. Um, then we went to 18, and they were asking for – they wanted to double the bet. Derek has a lot of money. Derek wanted to double the bet. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't imagine uh, – at the time, we were up 16 grand. I can't imagine winning 32 grand from a buddy. And we ended up telling them they couldn't double the bet. We only let them play for half. And we gave them a half a shot, and they ended up making – we both made birdie, but they got a half a shot, so we ended up clearing a little bit of money from them. But yeah. that was – That was nice. That's one of those things where 32 grand from your buddy becomes – you know, yeah. you almost can almost lose frames over that sometimes. But we still hold it over the head yeah. that we gave them an out, and they keep asking for rematches, but the problem is they're not going to let us have those same – Exactly. Same, same stats to start. Uh, so. I'm going to remember that you give those yeah. guys breaks and you don't give me breaks. <laughs> Like I said, that friend yeah, is loosely he's, he's, termed. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, listen, we're going to take a commercial break. Um, Gary, you've done a lot of nice things for people, and not only give them half strokes, but um, I want to hear a little bit about the Amy story from the 16th at the Phoenix Open. Um, you know, I had a chance to watch that video a few times where you were, you're, um, you, you teamed up on the 16th with a, a woman who has Down syndrome, a heck of a golfer, and... It surprised the heck out of me what she did uh, on that hole, and, and even listening to the, uh, listening to her comments, you know, her her self speak, you know, her firing herself up. There was so much cool stuff that went down. I want to hear that story from your mouth and what it meant to you, uh, because because you know what, golf is one thing, but man, that 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 woman was was living life, and and that that just that fired me up. So hey, we're having a great time with Gary Woodland on the Golf Underground on ESPN Radio. You're listening to Golf Underground on ESPN Kansas City, 94.5 FM. Want to take your fandom to the next level? Xfinity is the place for the ultimate sports experience. Easily track multiple games at once with Xfinity X1. Find everything faster with the X1 voice remote. And stream even more on any screen with the Xfinity Stream app. So you never miss the action. Switch to Xfinity and experience sports like never before. Call 1-800-XFINITY, go to Xfinity.com, or visit an Xfinity store today. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service. Not available in all areas. Hey, Wardo, I'm so sick of my handicap rising, and every year I feel like I'm losing yardage. Do you have a solution for me? Of course I do. 
SwingFit is a goal-focused platform that is fitness-based, centered around getting your golf game better. SwingFit will help you become more biomechanically sound in the gym and on the golf course. From the golf perspective, what you're going to see is a series of movement patterns and drills in order to get you better and help you achieve your goals. You will be introduced to some exercise centered around increasing golf strength, and club head speed. The team at SwingFit is TPI certified, which is the gold standard for those tour players you watch on Sundays. If you want to take the next steps to hitting the ball like them, call 913-269-1300 for more information or go to thegolfstable.com. I can't get rid of water like I used to. It's embarrassing, but I leak and I can't get rid of this musty smell. Ew. If your house could talk. My foundation was strong, but the stress weighed on me. And I cracked a lot. I'm literally a walking hazard. I'm not that old. When they told me I needed a lift here and there, well, I never. No one ever goes down there. Who knew there was mold spreading? Is your house trying to tell you something? Cracks in the drywall, uneven floors, musty smell. These can be signs of a sinking foundation, crawl space issues, or a leaky basement. Call Foundation Recovery Systems today for a free inspection at 800-521-3332. That's 800-521-3332. And take advantage of no payments and no interest until 2020. Some restrictions apply. Now I love the way I look. You can't even tell I had any work done. It's time to imagine more for your business with smarter financial workflow solutions from Central Bank. We offer a full set of tools and people to make your business run smoother. Cash management and card services, payroll solutions, and loans tailored for you. Central Bank has everything you need to manage more than just your money, so you can get back to imagining even bigger possibilities. To learn more, visit centralbank.net slash business. Central Bank. We do business better. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Are you ready to focus more on your golf game this year instead of enduring the process of building a brand new home? Look no further than BCI Bowen Custom Homes. They will help you determine the best opportunity for you and your family given your current situation. Do I do a remodel? Do I build the dream house I've always wanted? Your next home might be waiting for you from the many specs and furnished models they have available in Southern Johnson County. Whether you're located in Shawnee or Leewood, Mike McCown and his award-winning team are interested in helping you determine what may be best for you and your family. Again, if you're looking to spend more time on the links and eliminate the stressors of the building remodel process, call BCI Bowen at 913-444-2369 or on the web at bcibowen.com. Stop in at Robert's Robinson Chevrolet Buick GMC in the Northland before March 7th for your chance to win tickets to the tournament at Sprint Center. Robert's Robinson Chevrolet Buick GMC was recently selected Best of the Northland for a reason. So go see why their customers say they just make it easy to buy a car at Robert Robinson. Don't miss your chance to catch all the action at Sprint Center. Stop in and register today at Robert Robinson Chevrolet Buick GMC at 1501 Carney Road in Excelsior Springs or get more info online at robertsrobinson.com. Yesterday... You know, I I asked Nathan to put on a a Beatles song, and (laughs) he gets it done. I think he put on a I think he put a love song on for for you and I. And and you know, all all this does is it make makes me miss you more. He's wanting to know if you're going to bring him some Blue Moon or Boulevard next time. So he's the man. Well, well, he didn't save any for us. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. That's that's true. That's true. Although, listen, I've never done the golf underground um, at nine o'clock at night with a cocktail next to me, and I'm kind of enjoying this, right? So, uh, you, you think we, we maybe we can make a habit of this? Because I, I I think I'm having more fun than normal. Yes, we can uh, make it a habit. You can stay away from me and stay over there in England. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Hey, welcome back to Golf Underground on ESPN Radio. This segment is brought to you by Midwest Golf Simulators. Hey, it's still cold outside in Kansas City. For crying out loud, we get two or three inches every other day. If you're looking to improve your game and have a blast right in the comfort of your own home, make sure you go to Midwest Golf Simulators. They're great folks over there. Dave will get you dialed. The Guy's amazing. Dave will get you, Dave will get you dialed. Okay. All right, so again, Gary Woodland, we're having a great time. Gary, again, thanks for having uh, coming on the show, buddy. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. So listen, take us back. You had you you had one of those life moments uh, on the 16th at the Phoenix Open. Uh, maybe take us back and tell us a story about Amy uh, Bakerstedt, um, a woman who has Down syndrome, and 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 how did she play the 16th hole with you? How did that go down? You know, we're very lucky in this game and being a professional athlete to get opportunities to get back and give back in the community and being. Um, past champion you know i got asked to do a lot of cool things for the tournament and a couple of weeks before getting to phoenix they asked me if i'd be willing to to play with amy on the 16th hole surprise her um and obviously they sent me a video they sent me a story and there was it was a no-brainer um we show up on the 16th hole um her dad had met me the hole before and given me some of her clubs so we had her clubs we show up and nice. asked her to come play the hole with matt kuchar and i and it was it was one of the most surreal moments I've ever had. I mean, she was, I was so nervous for her. There was obviously 16 holes, one of the biggest holes we play in the game. There's people everywhere. Usually they're booing you and yelling at you, but they were, I will say they were nice to Amy. Um, you know, but it was one of those deals where I was hoping she made contact with the ball. You know, there's not many times <laughs> mm-hmm. you're standing in your front of, you know, 8,000 people and you're hitting a golf shot in the stadium, but, she she hit a phenomenal tee shot. If it was online, it would have been perfect. It was just a little right. It got up in the bunker. So we kind of chit-chat while we're walking up there. And I, w- I wanted to get the ball out of the bunker for it because that's not a shot. Like on that hole, when I stand on that hole, the only thing I don't want to do is miss the green because the last thing I want to do is chip in front of all these people. And <laughs> her ball's on the upslope in this bunker. And I said, Amy, can I get this ball out for you? And she said, no, no, I got this. I got this. And so <laughs> it was one of those deals where it was it was so cool. She gets in there and hits an unbelievable bunker shot, um, you know, to 10 feet. And I've never rooted so hard for a putt to go in. You know, it's just one of those you wanted her to, to have that moment. And she was so positive. I, you know, I've learned so much from her. And there's so many times she kept saying, I got this. I got this the whole time. I've used that myself since I've met Amy. And the positive self-talk and the positive reinforcement that she had, the energy, the confidence, the not worrying about anything else around you, but just being in that moment of today. And, man, she – she sunk that putt. It was it was funny. My coach, who over, you can probably say hi to him. He's over there and close to Liverpool. My putting coach, if you nice. want to say hi, Sully. Um, but he uh, <laughs> he sent me a video of her putting stroke that night and said I need to take lessons from her because her putting stroke was perfect. Um, and the putt <laughs> went in center cut, and it was it was so cool just to be around her. I, I I reached out to her on social media. She's responded and talked. We've talked back and forth. She's uh, a special person. This world needs more of Amy in it. There's no doubt. That's awesome. Maybe you maybe what. you were saying I mean, I, maybe you were saying I got this coming down the 17th hole uh, last week at, at Honda, saying I got this when you're 
Too too outside the cut line, so that's really My cool. My daddy story. was not saying it. Andrew was not saying it. I was. <laughs> he was saying <laughs> you don't have this. <laughs> yeah, correct. Hey, but let me ask you, Gary, right? right because uh, I, I mean, I watched that video and I'm I'm about tearing up, right? Because I'm like, oh my gosh, you, you know, you think about all the stuff that, that we bitch about in life, and and you know, we nag ourselves. Everything's got to be perfect. And I'm, you look at this woman who's struggling, and and some of the words out of her mouth. I don't know if you picked up how she kept saying. They love me. They love me, right? And then she'd pop in that, uh, <laughs> she'd pop in the, you know, I got this. I sat here and I said, oh, my gosh. I mean, what a life lesson for, for, for everybody. Um, and, and, and I just think golf is obviously giving you the opportunity to put yourself in those life situations. But you're doing a great job with it. You know, a lot of people become big time. Well, you're a big time golfer right now, but you're still making time to enjoy the good things of life, the gifts that are given to you, like Amy gave to you. And I, I think that's wonderful. There's no doubt about it. And like I said, her attitude, her energy was so contagious. Um, and, you know, she's obviously dealt with a lot having Down syndrome. But if, if you talk to her, you don't know it because all she lives for is the moment. And she's so happy and enjoying every moment that she has. It's, it's awesome. And like I said, this world needs a lot more of her in it. Soli, one thing that's amazing is, and you'll see it firsthand when we go to Austin here in a couple of weeks, but every city he goes to, or when we were in Turks, every, everywhere he goes, and he's seeing it clearly because I'm not with him every day, but everyone's coming up and talking about that, you know, the Amy deal. And I just yeah. think that's awesome. You know, he's had an amazing year and they're, they don't want to talk about his year. They want to talk about, you know, the kind gesture he yeah. did. So that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, thanks for doing it. That's awesome. Good deal. All right, so um, Gary, I, I need advice here. I, I need a lot of advice. I need life <laughs> advice. I need what, what cocktails should I get after I get off this phone because I'm meeting the fellas at the club, you know. Um, but the advice, I, you know, I, I when I hit the driver, it's like there's a head cover on it. Um, I used to be able to get it up to like 223. I down down a little bit. You're five iron down. driver. Just driver. Just driver. Okay. Um, okay. And by the way, it's a seven degree loft. Um, you know, I like to burn it low. 52-inch shaft. So, uh, <laughs> Wardo's doing everything he can to work with me, um, and I think he's, he offered a Fat Albert bat, you know, one of those big red, red um, wiffle ball bats. He think, you got any tips for me? What do I got to work on to, to stop hitting it like an old lady? Nothing against you know, old ladies, of course. Speed, I think, is one of the, the toughest things to teach. And obviously... You know, Wardo's got his golf stable where, where you can go there, and he works on – he would know more about creating speed than I would. I, I was fortunate enough when I – when I was growing up, golf wasn't very cool. I mean, my friends didn't do it. My friends were all playing other sports. So when I wanted to be around them and then I had to, I dragged them to the golf course, we'd go to the range and see how far we could hit it. And that's how I grew <laughs> up playing the game was going and seeing how far I could hit the golf ball. So I grew up hitting it a long way. And then I learned – I didn't have a lesson until I was in high school. I learned how to play golf later on in life and it's so hard to teach but the the one thing to hit it a long way the one thing you have to do is hit it in the center of the face um you know i I can swing as hard as i want if i hit it off if i hit it off the center it's not going to go as far so hitting out of the center is one deal i i try to wind up all my energy into my right side i widen my stance i'm a little slower going back trying to get all the energy into my right side and once i feel it load up on that right side i fire as hard as i can forward um but widening my stance gets me a little wider gets me a little more room to have more speed, but 
Um, other than that, you're going to have to get in the gym so I lay off those pints and get in the gym and, <laughs> and create some more speed. So it doesn't sound like more fun. I'd get at 220 and, and stick with the pints if I was just... <laughs> if, he, oh, you know. if he stays on all those pints, Illig might kick him out of his club at Lock Lloyd and kick him out of the neighborhood. <laughs> no, are you kidding me? My bar tab is fantastic. I, he needs me in that bar. What are you talking about? I don't add a lot of value, but that part, you know, but the monthly bill, he loves me. No, no, but there was a big, a big debate on Golf Channel the other morning. I think it was the Thursday of, of Honda and you had, you were paired with all the bombers and kind of some different quotes that came out. And, you know, everybody was right, right? I think the guys that are bombing it out there, they just have, they're better athletes. You and DJ Brooks, you guys are just bigger, taller, stronger. And, and kind of the common theme is you've played other sports. So for the dads that are out there that are listening, you know, yeah, if your kid wants to play multiple sports, let them play multiple sports and be an athlete yeah. first. And then now, now these kids are being athletes first and golfers second. Are they getting it as quick? You know, Gary's still hasn't peaked in my opinion. So, but he's doing all the things. He's got lag. He's got fast twitch muscles. He's hitting the center of the face. And to be quite honest, he, he hits it shorter than he used to. I mean, we went to Titleist solely when we were, 20 years old, I was 21, he was 19, ball speed was 191. We came back, he had five balls out of bounds in qualifying, so he ditched that driver, but um, so, so so again, I just think that... was that, a bad driver, it wasn't me, that was a bad driver. But, but Of course. But again, I think what he's figured out to do is harness the speed and also hit fairways, you know, and, and he, can, he can point to where it's going to go, he can control it if he needs to control it, he can hit it literally nose high if he needs to hit it nose high, and so... His his command is what's the most impressive thing I've seen, you know, and that's that's just slowly happened year over year. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right, what, one quick lesson, Gary. What what would you, you know, what tip would you give, you know, sort of the, you know, the, the 10 to 15 handicapper when it comes to, to driving, right? Because guys who just want to enjoy the game, you know, maybe what mistakes they're making and, and do this or don't do this. What, what would you tell them? A couple of things. One, ego is the biggest downfall in this game. Um, <laughs> you know, you see guys, you need to play a forward tee box. It, it'll make the game more fun. You know, I, I fight with my dad all the time. My dad's 65 and, and hits it 220. And I fight with all the time. Dad, who, who can, go play from the ladies' tees because then you're going to hit it close to where I am and you're going to have more <laughs> fun hitting wedges in the greens than hitting six irons in the greens where you can't, you know, you can't stop it. And the other thing is golf ball. I mean, find a golf ball. That's a little bit firmer, um, you know. Especially back home yeah. in Kansas, the, it, it gets hot during the summer. The greens are a little bit softer. You can get away with not having as much spin. You're going to get more distance off the tee. Um, you know, you don't have to play a, a tour ball like everybody else is playing. Play a golf ball that's going to go a little bit farther and, and make it a little more fun for you. So, ego, yeah. um, right equipment is a huge deal. Finding the right equipment, and you know, maybe. One less pint instead of fifteen. <laughs> oh, Colt, you know what? Colt told hey, him to. Colt told you to play it. a DT solo solely, so that's a, that's pretty similar advice. No, listen. Play. Today, I told you they lost my uh, they lost my golf bag. I bought uh, uh, twelve McGregor's. They were a dollar <laughs> each at the golf club I played today. No lie. First hole, it went sixteen feet into the brush to the left. I managed to save about four balls. It was fantastic. But I had a great time, you know? All right, we're going to take one more commercial break. Hey, hey Gary, when we come back, we're going to pepper you know, with a few uh, bonus questions to really get inside that mind of yours. Yeah, be ready okay. for that, Gary. So, uh, 
Yeah, so you'll be oh, ready gosh. for the rapid fire. Hey, great, we're having a great time. Gary Woodland on the Golf Underground on ESPN Radio. This is Golf Underground on ESPN Kansas City, 94.5 FM. Founded right here in Lenexa, Kansas, Good Sense has been doing things the right way since they began. They've mastered the craft of soft bread by preparing and baking their signature bread twice each and every day. They slice all their meats and cheeses by hand to make sure that your sandwich tastes fresh. They don't do these things because they're easy. They do them because it's what tastes best. And that's why sandwich lovers in Kansas City have chosen Good Sense for 30 years. You buy new clubs, you read golf magazines, you watch the Golf Academy, and you palm balls on the driving range until your hands bleed. But your score never changes. Well, a true golf simulator from Midwest Golf Simulators in Olathe, Kansas, is the answer. Play golf every day in the comfort of your own home. The easy-to-read instant feedback you get after every shot allows you to see what your swing flaws are, which allows you to make the adjustments you need to get your ball to go where you want it to go. So lower your scores and be the player you always thought you could be. Call Dave at Midwest Golf Simulators for more info or a demo at 913-915-4108. New golf clubs, a big-screen TV to watch the U.S. Open, or maybe even a new golf cart that I've got my eye on. No matter how you choose to spend the savings, if you're looking to put a dent in your monthly heating and cooling bills, the answer may be right over your head. If your attic isn't insulated properly, you're missing out on a prime opportunity to cut costs. Call the certified energy experts at Star Companies, Inc., 816-353-2160 for a free estimate to learn how they can help you save money. Oh, heck, I'll buy the clubs, put them in my new golf cart, watch the U.S. Open on my big screen after I play a round of golf. Better give Star Companies, Inc. a call today to start saving big. That's Star Companies, Inc., 816-353-2160. Or visit StarCompaniesKC.com. Gecko presents unhelpful home improvement how-tos. A slippery bathroom floor can result in expensive hospital bills. So today, I'll show you how to cushion a serious fall by filling your bathroom with thousands of plastic balls. Just nail a piece of plywood across the doorway and dump in 2,000 multicolored plastic balls. You could try to protect yourself with a bathroom full of plastic balls, or you could get liability coverage through the GEICO Insurance Agency. Visit GEICO.com and see how affordable renter's insurance can be. You wouldn't select a driver when you're putting on the green, just like you wouldn't choose a putter to get out of a sand trap. When choosing a club, you want to make sure you have the right tool for the job, and the same goes for selecting a wealth advisor. At Mariner Wealth Advisors, we believe in putting the client first, always. This isn't just our motto, it's our way of doing business and part of our fiduciary standard. Navigating your unique journey takes a partner who is as committed to reaching your financial destination as you are. Visit MarinerWealthAdvisors.com to find a location and an advisor near you and let us help you navigate your financial future. Mariner Wealth Advisors, otherwise known as MWA, is an SEC registered investment advisor. Registration of an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. For additional information about MWA, including fees and services, please contact MWA or refer to the disclosures on our website. Please read the disclosure statement carefully before you invest or send money. This advertisement should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell securities. Welcome back, ESPN Radio. Sully's favorite part the of the show. Sully's favorite, favorite part, part of the show. show. Yeah, but you know, I'm, I, I've already had the 19th hole today, Wardo, <laughs> um, and now I'm about ready to go to the 20th hole, and God knows it may lead to the, I don't know, even more holes than that. I, I, who knows, <laughs> right? 
Good luck. It could be a late one, but hey, we're having a great time on the Golf Underground. Gary Woodland, we're having a blast. So, Gary, um, we mentioned we're going to rapid fire you. This is where you, you may say stuff that you regret later, and that's what makes it fun. <laughs> are, are you all set? I'm ready. He's ready. <laughs> hey, by the way, this segment, the Emergency Nine, is brought to you by Mariner Wealth Advisors, a great sponsor of the program. All right, Gary, um, let's start. Best ball striker other than yourself that you've played with? Uh, Tiger Woods. Oh. Favorite nickname given to your by your peers or me? Uh, unfortunately, Wardo calls me anything with my that rhymes with my name outside of Gary. Anything <laughs> that rhymes with my name, it's so annoying. <laughs> really? Like what? Jerry, Larry, like Mary, Perry, Perry, <laughs> I mean, anything, Sherry, That's anything. He's got George. Uh, All these guys are calling me anything but my name now. Every time I come home, I never hear Gary. I hear every other name that rhymes with it. <laughs> Well, listen, that's coming from a, a, a guy who calls his girlfriend Turtle, for Christ's sakes. I mean, it, it, really. Unbelievable. I mean, he's, he's very very hurtful. All right. Hey, will Tiger get to Jack's record? Yes. Ooh. Nice. If he stays so, healthy. If he stays healthy, yes. So what has Tiger done for your career, and why has he been so valuable for you? Tiger's a good sounding board. Um, I've been fortunate enough having the same agent to be around him, talking to him, um, learning how to, to prepare, learning how to practice. Um, he's been phenomenal in that standpoint, and he's also obviously great to play with, great for the game. I like it. I like it. I know you don't quite have his strut, but best strut in golf? Outside of myself? <laughs> my strut's pretty good. Probably people make fun of my walk. I don't know. I just how I grew up walking. I, I, uh, you just I kinda, don't know how, but... I think you just kind of have a big bottom. A strut. Uh, Brooks Kepka's got a pretty good walk as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, how about the most embarrassed you've been on a golf course? Um, <laughs> Kansas Am, uh, Indian Hills. I closed my match out, my match out on 17. Wardo's playing the match behind me. I'm walking in all the way to the green to watch Wardo finish on the par five. Wardo pipes drive down there. His, the guy he's playing hits it in the trees, punches out, hits the trees. Wardo hits his shot up there. He's got three putts to win the match, I believe, and he goes to mark his ball. He looks up, and he's like, Great. It was my ball. Ball fell out of my bag walking down the fairway, and Wardo hit the no. wrong ball and oh. got disqualified on the last hole. I tried to erase that. that. I tried to erase that <laughs> one from my memory. Gosh, I was hoping you yeah. wouldn't bring that up. All right, favorite oh <laughs> top three tour pros or caddies that need to come on this show. You've had a ball. Who should come on? I mean, you got to get Cooch on right now. Let's talk to him and see you know what's going on with his caddy story. Let's get Cooch on. You can obviously get my caddy on there. Tony Navarro, who caddied for me for a long time, has been around this game for a million years. He's got some great stories. Um, you know, and you got to get a young guy on there. Get uh, Justin Thomas. He got, he's got a lot of stuff going on right now with the USGA, tweeting at him. He'd be great on there. Um, you got to get an agent on there. Let's try to get some stories. Get Mark Steinberg. Get somebody on there that's got some stories on somebody else. I love it. I love it. We're going to do all that. All right, we got to end it with it. We got to do the George Brett fourth hole at um, TPC when you won last year. Got two minutes to tell the story. A minute 45. Uh, uh, George, you know, I'm a big fan of George. He was my hero growing up. So just being around him has been pretty cool. But he shows up to watch last year on Saturday um, at the US, uh, Phoenix Open. Wardo was there on Friday. And on Friday, I'm, I'm leading the golf tournament. On make birdie on three. There's a porta potty right there on four tee box. I go into the porta potty. I come out and I make triple bogey. So obviously Wardo had told George that I went into the porta potty and then made triple bogey. And on Saturday, I make eagle on three. And there's I'm in the second to last group and there's uh, five thousand people standing on the tee box. And I go 
to the porta potty again. You know, you just sometimes you just got to go. I go in the porta potty right when I'm walking. I hear George Brett in front of five thousand people <laughs> scream, "Not the porta potty!" <laughs> I, I laughed so hard, but it probably calmed me down because I came out and I, I didn't make triple again. And then went on to win the golf tournament. So now it's a joke. This year he's screaming at me not to go in the porta potty. It's bad luck. Um, <laughs> But that's uh, that's George for you. All right, we're gonna end it. We're gonna end it <laughs> with the awesome. favorite favorite uh, golf awesome. course well, you that, played on. Yeah, favorite golf course. You know, I'll tell you what, a golf course that I'll play on uh, as long as my buddies are there with me. I'll play any course in the world. Um, you give me good green. I mean, you know, I, I grew up on Speed Country Club. I'll play Speed Country Club every day of the week. Well, keep the trips coming, then, buddy. Uh, you, all right. Hey, listen, Gary. Thank you so much, buddy. All right. It's only have fun over man. there, brother. You're a good man. Thanks for uh, doing what you're doing for the game. Thanks. Yeah, buddy. Hey, good luck. Make this your best year ever. Hey, listen, we had a great time. Gary Woodland, Golf Underground on ESPN Radio. See you next week.